Sport Shepston. We've got you covered on 97.8 FM. Feel good music. I look straight into camera and say this to all South Africans. The money that's invested in tourism is not the same money that's required for energy. It's not the same amount of money that is required for potholes. There are other departments that are dedicated and are given that mandate by legislation. Our legislative mandate is not about that. Our legislative mandate is about persuading international people to travel into the country and spend money in our economy. And that is what we will stick to. Whether it is through this initiative or any other initiative, but that is what we are mandated to do, that is what we're paid to do, and that is what we will continue to do until we're told otherwise. There you go, Temba, they're making some good points there. This money is not for load shedding. This money is not for potholes. But the funny thing is, ne? As a tourist, when you travel in the country, like I once in a while, I drive to Sun City, there are potholes mm. <laughs> on the way. Like, makes it very difficult for you to drive. You know what I mean? When you're driving, whether at late at night or in the evening when there's potholes. Yeah. And I saw a bus being stuck, actually, um, because it hit a pothole coming back from Sun City. So, it yeah. affects yeah. tourism. I, I get what he's saying, but mm. my goodness, that tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. Very so, principal-like. Yeah. Oh, that's admonition. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we've got Chipiwa on the line. Yenda, Yanduna. Yenda, Dumasiari. Mwari, Mwari, Kakamera. Kakamera. Bovwan. So we are chatting to the CEO of the Tourism Business Council of South Africa. Uh, on the line is Chipiwa Chibengwa. So Chipiwa, does this deal make sense for the country at this time? Well, the answer is no. That's a simple answer. Is no, it doesn't make sense. And I'll explain why. Mm. Uh, first of all, we, we are talking about the UK market. Yes. Uh, mainly. Um, and one can argue that, uh, you know, there are many uh, friends of platinum hospitals across the world. Mm. Um, that is true. Uh, and we also need to profile the type of friends that are there. Uh, if you look at the UK market, it's a mature market. Uh, half of the people, or almost half of the people that uh, come to South Africa from the UK are repeat travelers. Yeah. So they're coming back for the second time or third time. They're coming to visit friends and relatives, you know, some of them. So we don't suffer from awareness in the U.S., I mean, in the U.K. Uh, what we suffer from is how do we convert the awareness into a booking. Mm. Now, if you look into it throughout Europe, they know about South Africa, they know what, what we're about and so forth and so on. We need to figure out how to convert the awareness into a booking. That's number one. Number two, we talk about the 21 million tourists coming into South Africa by 2030. Mm. and creating this massive number of jobs. On that strategy that we wrote as the Tourism Business Council, what we call it the Tourism Growth Strategy, it focuses on the China and India as the growth market, because that's where we're going to get a large number of tourists coming into the country. That's where we need to be focusing and say, how do we make the Indian market love South Africa? How do we make the Chinese market love South Africa? And what are the things that we need to do in terms of connectivity between uh, you know, air connectivity between, you know, China and South Africa, India and South Africa, direct connectivity, so that we can have an airlift 
to carry the passengers into the country. So those are the markets that are quite important in the growth of tourism. But of course, we need to defend the market share that we have from traditional markets. But we need to do so by making sure that we return on 2019 level and we have those incremental growth that we need. Yeah. Would it have the intended impact on SA's image to the world? I'm sure we are asking you this question because I know that what Tebe Ikalafing highlighted yesterday was that already the world knows South Africa. We hosted the Rugby World Cup. We hosted the 20 World Cup. We've done so many things. And he says there is no need because the world is already aware of South Africa and, of course, aware of uh, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not necessarily going to make you know the awareness to be far greater. That's why I said that the problem that we have, or the challenge that we have, is to convert the awareness that we have into mm. actual bookings and mm. people getting on the plane. Mm. That's where we need to be focusing, even in the traditional markets. How do we convert? Because people know that for us, yeah. you're right. We hosted the World Cup, mm. we hosted the you know, soccer World Cup, the rugby World Cup. We've done many other things mm. within the books. Uh, you know, we, the president was not long ago in, in, in London with, the, with the, uh, the king. So we've done many different things. We're known. The question is how do we convert the knowledge that people have into them getting on the planes to come to South Africa? So creating more and more awareness may not be the solution. And I agree that at some point as a destination, we may need, you know, some sort of a big, big bang approach. But it needs to be targeted. It, it, needs, it needs to be precise. We need to focus on the market that we believe is going to get growth from, uh, and not the markets that you know we may not even get growth. So that's why I mentioned that India and China are very critical, and of course the U.S. is also critical because it's a large market. People have traveled. Uh, we get good numbers from the from the U.S. But if we do more things in that market, mm. we may be able to get more numbers. But they don't watch soccer as much mm. as. Mm. The European white soccer. They have other sports like football, yeah. American football, basketball, and many other things. Mm. I mean, were there any consultations done with the relevant stakeholders about this sponsorship deal? Now, with us as a tourism business council of South Africa, no. So there's it... never been any conversations around this sponsorship. We've had conversations about many things. Mm. Uh, and we talked to the to South African tourism, we talked to the National Department of Tourism. But this particular sponsorship deal, not even a word that we've heard from our side in terms of doing this, or we are thinking of doing this, what do you think? Never been in conversation about this. Mm. And, and what would you suggest the money be spent on? Well, there are many programs that we've done in the past that have yielded some results. But what needs to happen before the money is spent, we need to decide between the private sector and the public sector on a consultative process where we sit down and say, what's going on in the UK? Mm. What's going on in Germany? What's going on in other markets, Australia, and so forth and so on? Then we can decide what do we need to do to convert. Then we'll come up with the programs that we can say, these programs will help us to convert the awareness into actual booking. Mm. How do we work with airlines? How do we make sure that there's more frequency? How do we market with airlines, you know, and make sure that when they put out, you know, their prices, you know, South Africa is on top. How do we market with the online travel agencies and many other, you know, uh, you know, uh, places uh, or channels that we work with? Mm. So we've got to work with everyone. What what we would love to see is how do we make those things more robust? And uh, again, we are not afraid of a bit of a big bang approach, but it has to be targeted in the market that we know is going to have results, not what we think 
may yield or we don't know or someone has done it, uh, what are the results that we're going to get? You know, we're different to Rwanda, we're different to Abu Dhabi or, or many other, you know, Arab countries. We're very different. We are known for many, many different things in South Africa. How do we make sure that we convert? That's the big question mark. Speaking about Rwanda, um, you know, um, they have a, a similar partnership with, uh, uh, I think, Arsenal Football Club. Do you have, you know, uh, knowledge of whether, you know, it has worked uh, in Rwanda's favor? No, I, I don't have a knowledge of whether it has worked. But Rwanda could have done it for various reasons. Mm. Rwanda is a country that is making it, it needs investment in, in IT sector and many other things. They may have done it to raise the profile of the whole country and to create awareness for the whole country. Mm. So, as I said, South Africa doesn't suffer from awareness, you know, as a country. Uh, what we need to do is to convert the awareness into, into booking. So they may have done it for different reasons. Mm. And for them, it may be reasons that are, you know, completely outside of tourism. If you mm. look at Abu Dhabi, you know, uh, they, they do sponsorships, and many other Arabic uh, countries do sponsorships. That is for different reasons. They're building their, their profiles. They're trying to win themselves away from oil and so forth and so on. So everyone does it for different reasons. So mm. we need to do it for the reason that suits South Africa if we are to do it. So what I also found interesting was that SA Tourism says uh, they will receive kit branding, right? Interview, backdropping brand, mesh day advertising, uh, partnership announcements, uh, training camps in SA. I know that, that that's possible it can happen. But wh- what I also find interesting was free access to tickets and stadium hospitality. I mean, who will get these tickets and hospitality in London? I mean, well, I, I don't know. I, I'm not aware of of, of, of of those things and the details there too, because we we, we don't have one single document, uh, you know, regarding that or any con- any communication regarding that. Mm. So you're quite right. You know, who will get those things and for what reason? What are we going to do? Well, one can debate. Say, well, we're going to take the trade in the U- UK to those games and so forth and so on. So that's a different story altogether. But I think that. Whatever we do and whatever is decided, it has to be a decision that is widely consulted with the private sector to make sure that we are all on the same page. And we have to debate openly as to whether it's a good idea or not. And also, what are other things that may be a good idea? Not long ago, we were talking about Formula One uh, in Thailand to say that uh, you know, it would be a good idea to bring it here. We debated it. Uh, and there were lots of presentations that, that were made. One can debate other things, like you know, bringing some sort of a other sporting codes, World Cup into South Africa, we may get a mileage out of it. So there are many different things that we can debate. But we need to sit down and say, what, what are the things that we need to do, and how do we do them? Hmm. Very interesting. I, I was very excited, you know, when, when, I, when I heard that we are talking to you today, because I was obviously going to ask you to hook me up with the tickets for for a Tottenham game, because I intend to go to I'm London well, yeah. this year. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much. I'll follow you. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shipiwa. Yeah, that's Shipiwa Shivengwa, uh, the CEO of the tourism business. Yeah, you know, my tickets for me is very interesting. Like, Uba knows what tell my tickets. The ambassador. The ambassador. Now, they keep us Tottenham. Maybe, I don't know. You know, if it's an if it's the ambassador, that side, and perhaps. if it's people that side, oh. that's fine. But if it's people this side, who's flying them over? 
I, I would have immediately assumed that it's people already that side. I would have never thought that they Who's were flying them over? going to be flying people out of South Africa to go. That would be. And how do we benefit? Mm, so the elite, that. the elite will benefit. I don't know. Will it, there be a raffle? But guys, they, they, apparently there's no contract that has been signed yet, right? No, but we're asking the these questions. Yeah. I think we're asking these questions. Yeah, maybe maybe they're gonna backtrack from this situation, uh, guys, because none of it seems to make sense. Do you remember the whole flag thing? Do you remember the whole flag thing? Plus, when you turn that look, who's if you're a piece with Le, I allow one game. I just don't know. You know, I'm not even against the partnership. I'm just I'm just worried about the amount. Same here. I'm not, I'm not against the I'm partnership. Not, I'm not against the partnership at all. Partnership. This is a great idea, right? Mm. And I don't even mind that Tottenham has not won a league or a trophy in the last they 25 years. I've never seen the same. But I'm not mad at the partnership. You know yeah. what? Not. You know it's what? It's just I'd the prefer. amount that has been attached to this partnership. That's a bit alarming. How did we come to this amount? You know what I would prefer? Yeah. Um, in terms of sponsorship, instead of dealing with individuals, rather have a deal with the league. Mm-hmm. The entire league, and so do we get exposure when it comes to absolutely the whole league, absolutely, and a billion rands for the whole league. Yeah, would make that sense. makes sense because then it it would mean uh, maybe you know teams will wear every team in that league will wear uh, jerseys that are written "Visit South Africa" at the stadium. There will be billboards and, and all the other things. If it was the whole league, Matlaco at a billion rands. Give them two. That's my point. You, you know it what I mean? Make a lot of Rather <laughs> collaborate with, with <laughs> leagues. You know, whether it's yeah. the English Premier League, you go to the to the Chinese League, the Super League, the Super League. Do you know what I mean? Not individual teams. No, no, an individual team. I mean, this decision making—it's just—it would be nice to understand how they got to making this decision choosing the amount choosing the team deciding on the amount just the just the thinking and how behind benefit south africa and how does it benefit south africa because uh, yeah, okay. already like like he's saying we already Europeans know already know south africa we is there know. how do you convince them to come to the country precisely we need to invest in things like security when you know, make infrastructure sure that development yeah. is another thing. Yeah. Can we just eradicate load shedding? That's another thing. Sure. Yeah. Right. Can they drop visas? You see? Because, you know, they don't need visas to come here, but we need visas to go there. Can they drop that? No, because Tina, we messed up. Tina, we shot ourselves in the Bayama visa by giving people illegal passports. And also, it's interesting that they didn't engage with stakeholders, you know, before they decided on having this intention to go ahead with this deal. I don't know. Soft meat. Soft meat. Soft meat. Four to four. Feel it. This is good music. Feel good music. Radio 2000.